Bonucci, welcome into today's programme. We're with you, coming to you live from Head for today. We have a cracking programme. We're going to have some great fun here, some music, uh, meeting some of the interesting people indeed uh, that are that make uh, Head for what it is. And uh, we're joined by PJ Walsh, Carmelo Malley, Tom Joyce, and uh, many others on today's programme. We've got our love competition today, and there's a lot of love so there is here in the uh, Headford area as well. And also today we've got the City Tribune headlines with Dave O'Connell just coming up to uh, the 10 o'clock news. Do stay with us. All the comment lines are open if you want to get through to us on 086 3833 And you can just simply call us on 091 77. Good morning to you. Very good morning to you live from Headford. We're coming to you uh, from Headford today, right through until 12 mid. And we have some wonderful people to talk to. I'm going to start indeed by talking to PJ Walsh, Carmel O'Malley, and Tom uh, Joyce. And we're going to uh, start with you, PJ. Uh, good morning to you. How are you today? Good, good, very good. Come here to me. We have to, we have a confession to make, don't we, PJ? Do we? You're familiar to this hall, aren't you, PJ? Oh, yeah. I can't let that out, Keith. Can you know, I'll be put away. Okay, we'll, we'll finish the programme with it then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're a Clarendon man. You're involved in everything here. And you're great at applying for grants and otherwise. But uh, Hedford is alive and well. It is. It's, it's very well. This morning it was extremely uh, unwell, though. The traffic is unreal. I dropped my um, wife up to Curndulla Primary School. And uh, on the way in, I had to stop at Joyce's Hardware uh, with the line of traffic coming into Hedford. It's just amazing. COVID's uh, gone, seemingly. Yeah, I couldn't believe the traffic going in to Galway from Hedford this yeah. morning. It was all the way to Clambu, but we'll talk about that Correct. Uh, later on as well. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's the bad part. There's good parts as well. But there's great, there's great energy in Hedford this morning. Yeah, it's, uh, it's buzzing. The school is a huge buzz. Uh, it just brings an enormous amount of people uh, at focus at this time of the morning. It'll die down now for a, a bit and then get, come awake again later on. And come here, you're married to a yard bomber. Will you please tell me what is a yard bomber? Did you just say yard? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. Yarn. <laughs> okay, Keith. <laughs> but she, she's a bit of a yard bomber with the yarn bomber. Uh, yeah, she's oh. from Mayo too, but you can't help it. Um, yarn. Yeah. Yarn is huge here. Yarn, yeah. They, they, they're a great group, uh, along with the lace makers. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's just brilliant what they get up to. They made two amazing, three actually, three amazing Christmas trees uh, from basically crocheted pieces they were all gorgeous. knitted together. They were it was unreal. Uh, Works gorgeous, of art. Yeah. Works of art. So uh, one up in the, the tavern and two in the, in the town itself. Um, it's great. It keeps them busy too. And when they say that you're involved in everything, do you just love everything Hedford? Ah, yeah. I'm mainly involved in the soccer club, Mine Villa. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm involved with the Smart Villages project now as well. Um, so um, I think it's, it's worthwhile giving back because mm. it's, a, it's a town that's given to me hugely in lots of ways. Um, we spoke about where we are here in this beautiful hall. Um, and again, this hall has been in use for a long time. Oh yeah, long, long time. I used to run discos here in the 70s. Um, it was great crack. Um, I know he's dead now, but Father Clark used to come around with his ever-ready red lamp just to make sure the girls were all suitably attired and the boys were behaving themselves. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was really, really good. Did, did he come into the hall? Here? Oh, he did, yeah, he did. I oh, had to maintain standards, like, you know. Uh, that was important at that stage. And was it the red ever-ready one? Which was the red, the important red one. Yeah, yeah. the battery lasted a long time because he, he probably used it a lot. So. <laughs> 
And what else did he use it for, do you think, Tom? I have no idea. Uh, Probably in the winter nights, just uh, making sure just everybody just was okay in the church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay with me and don't go, because uh, yeah. I want to go to Carmel O'Malley. And uh, Carmel is known for her cycling and singing. But your son, Kevin, started uh, the War of the Buttons. Tell me a little bit about the War of the Buttons, please. Um... Yeah, he was he was uh, picked from Claren. He was he was going to Claren School at the time, and um, this audition came up, and uh, he got the part, and uh, he went to um, Skibbereen to film the. The War, War of the Buttons, buttons yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, there, but there's um, the stars in your family because you have a brother in, in TV as well, haven't you? I have, yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you'd be used to all this paraphernalia here today, <laughs> oh, wouldn't no, you? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, you would, of course. <laughs> no. And, and again, where is your son in relation to the War of the Buttons? Did he stay with the acting side of things? No, he didn't actually, no, no, no. He just, it was just a once-off. Now, he did get an offer uh, a year or two after that, but um, he, didn't, he didn't take up on it. But he has his own. He has his own truck business now. So good on him. Yeah, yeah. good on him. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. age is he now? He's just over forty. Is he forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had, they had a okay. great time. They had a great time in. in How could you have a son forty? <laughs> Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. How could you have a son That's 40? That's a great compliment. It is a great, isn't it though? <laughs> PJ, she's a son forty. Unreal. I can't believe it. It's unreal. How'd you manage that? <laughs> Let's not go there yet. Pity cycling. <laughs> She's at one of the discos. <laughs> Listen to me, though. You do like cycling, don't you? And you like singing. But I asked you before we started this morning, do you, do you sing while you cycle or cycle while you sing? Of course, of course. Yeah, you so do That's what it's all about. Yeah. Bit of crack. What do you sing then? Do you just... Oh, I have a few. <laughs> I have a few ones that I normally just... Uh, would you class yourself as a professional singer then? Oh, not you? really. No, not really. <laughs> Could you give me? Could you give me one? But give us a, a note oh, there at this hour of the morning. <laughs> oh, stop, Keith! Don't do this to me. Well, I'm going. To, I'm going to, before he leaves, I'm throwing him under the bus. So oh, yeah. Keith has been thrown under the bus. Stay with me, Tom Joyce. Morning to you. You'd know all morning, about Keith. music. Lovely to see you again. You'd know all about music. Is she a good singer, Carmel? Or have you heard her singing? You uh, said you know a lot about her. Of course, I, I've heard Carmel. I've heard her sing for years. Mm. Yeah, even though she looks a lot younger than me and all that now, but she was only that height when I first heard her. Yeah. Um, we sing in the choir together, in the church choir together. Good on you. And we've been doing that. I've been doing that for over fifty years. Wow. And we we lost our oldest uh, long-standing member of the choir just a month ago, actually. Uh. Yeah, that was Mary Joyce Lord from across so. the square here. Wow, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mary, Mary left us there a few weeks ago. Um, but the legacy but, continues. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, her legacy will always continue. She was just, she was a strong person in the choir. She wasn't overly forceful about anything, but she was a strong person in the backseat way. But listen to me, I mean, music is in your blood, so, so it is. I mean, and the family's blood as well. Uh, we've been dabbling in it for a long time, yes. I know dabbling. There's dabbling and dabbling. Yeah. <laughs> I could be dabbling, but I can't sing. But you're very professional. And you, you've had great success. Well, yeah. And Don't be so The much. family have had more success than I've had. I've been involved in music all my life. I yeah. loved music. That's the reason why I was involved in it. And uh, I finally reached the pinnacle of my career on the 9th of December. 
by playing support for the saw doctors in the Barrowlands in Glasgow. Get away. That's a fact. Congratulations. Well, that I'm, was some experience. That was a huge experience. An absolutely huge experience. And would you have been a Docs fan all the way through? You would. Ah, well, I, we, we've known We grew up together. Did you? The Doc's much younger than I, but we've always known each other in music. Yeah. And you know, all of the music family around the area, we've, we've all known each other and kept in touch. I started, when I started going to the college here, uh, we had Sister Benignus, God bless her, she used to try to teach us to sing. And God love her, she had a hard job. And I suppose, considering the material available, she didn't do too bad. No, she didn't. But we had not much uh, instrumental music at that time yeah. but there was one bright shining star in the school in instrumental music and that was Matt Cunningham oh wow and we all aspired to what Matt was able to do yeah uh, but it took us about 40 years to find out about it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, God bless him he's still doing it and still doing it as well and better than ever he's coming into us now I say he's he's gone he's, he's, uh, I don't know what he's bringing with him um, Matt has come in, is he? But Matt is an old hand at this. Bring, anyway. yeah, I think he's bringing the tin whistle. If, if I'm good at <coughs> reading sign language, he's bringing the tin whistle. Yeah, uh, with yeah. him today. I worked with Matt nearly forty years ago in the Great Southern Hotel. More than forty years ago. There you go. The Great Southern Hotel. There you go. But isn't it amazing though that the docks have permeated nearly every family in the west of Ireland, but um, in a lovely, positive way. They have, but they they have. People have come to respect them an awful lot more now because they write about where they live and about their lives mm. and what they've experienced up to now and what they're still experiencing. Mm. And they've written about that and made the songs so popular over the years, travelled the world with them and made a great living on it and are still doing it. I mean, I was on the 9th of December in the Barrowlands that night. I thought the roof was going to come in. Really? I, I've never experienced anything like it in my life. Well, isn't it a great experience to have experience? Well, it was absolutely mind-blowing now. Isn't it? I, I couldn't get over it. You know, and I'm just privileged to have been there. Yeah. Stay with me. I want to come back to you, Carmel, because you and I were talking earlier on that uh, we mentioned when talking to PJ about the traffic, and that, that is an issue. Um, a creche as well is an issue that you want to have a, a conversation about. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, there a couple of days ago, and she was just telling me about the creche facilities uh, they're in dire dire needs of another creche in Hetford mm. because there's uh, a growing population a growing population and uh, people can't go working because they have you know they have no facilities for their children you know mm. for for childcare so it's really dire dire states and, and, and I mean could the community I know you've a very strong community could, could the community come together and, and try and put together a crash for the community or is it to be another commercial crash I would say probably it would have to be another commercial crash I would say I, I don't know I wouldn't know much about that part yeah. of it but probably yeah probably if, if, if the community could, could get together and put on you know yeah. Organise something. So, so that's something that comes out of maybe today. Spread the word yeah, that there exactly. needs to be a meeting about getting yes. another crash. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah for yeah, here, yeah. and if it's a commercial one, you want fifty-one percent of it, and for the the operator can have forty-nine. Well, that's that's right. Correct, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you, you just you want another another crisis. Oh, definitely yes. Needed yeah, in yeah. Here. There seems to be between the, the three of you seem to know each other very well. You must go oh, back do, a long yes. way. Do you? Go back a long way. Yes. So yeah. you'd have stories. You'd have stories and fun and crack. And oh all. yes, yes. Well, I I had my own business here in Hedford um, over nearly fifty years ago now since I left Hedford for hairdressing business. Wow. So I would have known all these guys. I actually cut his, his hair when he was a small head. Did you? Did <laughs> I did. You? Did you? She got yeah. out of them because we have no more hair. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, That's it. There, there was no profitability because the no. boys, no. they, they no. were losing their hair from there. Exactly. Yeah, and I know that our own Ronan Larder was here for a while as well. That's right, yeah, he was. Yeah, and sure, we can't forget uh, the wonderful Tom Gurridge that worked with us for years That's as right, well. That's right, yeah. yeah. Another, another legend. We've lost a lot Absolutely. of legends. Yeah. Haven't yeah. we lost a lot of legends? Really? We have, we have. Yeah. yeah. Tom was... He was one of the anchor people in football, in Gaelic football in Hetford, when, when there was virtually no club in Hetford. And mm-hmm. Tom, and Tom Fitzgerald, and John Divoli. Probably the main reason why we have a football club today. Because wow. we didn't have then. Yeah. And they kept the thing together when, when there was nobody else interested. Yeah. My God, my God. Yeah. And it was under their, under their guidance and, and, their, and uh, some of it... Uh, Fairly strong guidance, I'd say. Well, I started to play football. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Tom was strong. Tom Gertie was a strong man. Oh, and, he was. And yes. he, he knew what right was, and yeah. right was right. And that was strong, it. both physically and mentally. And mentally, yeah. yeah, yeah. He really, he really yeah. was. Yeah, he put an awful lot into the club here. Carmel, just coming, I'm coming back the way from um, from Tom's side, but I'm coming back to you now again. Uh, a crash. What else would you like to see in um, Hedford? Well, we, we started up um, a cycling club. Um, it's just started up two weeks ago, a women's cycling club. Good idea. And it'd be nice if we could get the lads, um, get their club set up as well. Okay. But, um, Who can set the boys' club up? You know, pick which you want. If you want Tom, Tom I'd say the lad here, maybe. PJ. PJ any of them, you. really, no, any of them. Okay, so PJ, you're <laughs> starting, you're, whether you like it or not, you're starting up a cycling club in Hedford. Yeah, I don't know, between Tom's hips and my knees, would we be able for it? Would we? <laughs> oh, the cycling is brilliant for the knees. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how, yeah. how do you know about Tom's hips? I know you know about your own knees. I've seen him move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd say now if a fellow was in the Angler's Rest or somewhere, would you have a night having a few tipples? There'd be some cracks, or there would. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> there really would be. Listen, uh, well done, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, are you sure now, Peter? You don't want to come clean about the torch. Mm-hmm. The torch? Uh, uh, no, it isn't the torch at all. No. The the uh, the history of this place that we're in is is amazing. We uh, as young fellas used to break in and play indoor soccer a long, long time ago. I didn't and think you were going to say that. Ah, yeah, have to. I just have to let it out. <laughs> That's uh, you know where all the soccer came from, and um, we'd have a lookout up in one of the windows to make sure Father Clark was kept at bay. So how would you break in? Then would you just come into? You would. the windows would be in? half left open? Yeah, you so get you, in a window. You see. And, uh, would you turn on the lights? Oh no! Jesus, the lights would be spotted. It was during the day. Oh, during the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd, you'd, you'd come in through the windows? Yeah, yeah. I were only young fellas and very innocent at the time. Broke nothing. But you, I look at it, was, it was innocent, but it wasn't a great... Pure innocent. To have somewhere. Isn't it a great memory to have, though? It's massive. Massive. Sorry, massive. what? The guards to your corner outside, they want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking and entering. <laughs> it's a felony, so it is. You could get done for it. 
Uh, PJ, thanks for joining us. Carmel, thank you for joining us. And uh, Tom, thanks for joining. Keep up the good work, lads. That's all I'll ask you to do. Sure thanks for And keep up the fun. Yeah, yeah. I could talk to you until 12 o'clock, but your man here won't let me. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, thanks for joining us, um, the three of you today. And we have loads of other guests to come here. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a short commercial break here, but uh, you can continue to join us. If you want to text us, you can do so as well. Uh, to 086 33 With thanks to the team in Rationale Windows. And a very good morning to you. Quick commercial break back just after these. Galway Tolls, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. Now, a very good morning to you. We're coming to you live from uh, Headford this morning and a uh, very good morning to uh, all of you, wherever you're listening to us uh, today. Text us, please, 086 3833 Now, there's a character in front of me and on St. Patrick's Day, he was on the float and he was dressed up as uh, Donald Trump. Uh, he's still missing, he told me, just a few moments ago, uh, the blonde wig. Uh, but I'm joined by Paddy Fahey. Paddy, good morning to you. Good morning to yourself. You do look like him, I have to say. I do a blonde wig now and tall, dark and handsome. Well, Carmel can do a, get a wig for you, she said, you know, if you want to one on a permanent basis. She's oh, she a former would. hairdresser. She, she'd make a job of me, all right. She was she a would. professional chopper. <laughs> so she was. <laughs> Uh, chopper, as in hair cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I thought it was your your chopper, your your Trump chopper, the my helicopter. Bicycle, my bicycle, the helicopter. Bicycle. Is it true that you cycle in and out three miles a day into town every day? Well, I wouldn't cycle in town every day, but if I had to go to town, to be shopping. Would you? I'll go Friday for rescue package and so on like that. You, you had no other way of going on to get on your. Oh, what's a rescue package? Your your, your pension. Oh, your pension. That's what you call it, the rescue... Rescue package. Well, that's, that's what I was told to call it. <laughs> and do you get the full pension now, you do? I do, I wouldn't oh, do I? Would you spend it fairly quick, like? I know, I have to mind it. I'd have to spare it. Oh, do you? Take a bit out of now and again and, and keep a, a stash hiding away for the bad weather. For the rainy day. And keep a few bags of coal at the back door. Yeah. So you can keep the stove steaming and keep the furnace going. But you wouldn't bring the cold home from here on the bike, would Oh, God, you? no. Oh, God, no, I would not. have to get that delivered in. Do you get that delivered? You do? Delivered in. But you told me, though, on a serious note, that you used to get meal in town here. I used to get pig mail there, a hundredweight of pig mail, slip it into a canvas bag, put it, put it, sit it up that way on, on the bar of the bicycle, and it had two inches either way for manoeuvring, so if I got, if I didn't have the balance right, if I went an inch and a half, and I didn't have another half an inch for good measure, she might get, she might go into a lock on me and turn me over. And did you ever fall off with the... the no, no, I'm looking off now. No. And uh, by putting the bag, putting the bag, paper bag of meal down the canvas bag, if you ever got busted... You still had the, the road, meal? She'd be... Psh, yeah, but you still had the... Yeah, once it was in the canvas bag. Once in the canvas bag, that's yeah. keep, keep it together. Carmel's just gone off to get the wig for you now, so you're sound. She'll be back before 12 o'clock with the wig. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, she's just looking for someone who's hair to cut to make the wig for you. <laughs> and come here to me, how, how long have you been living in the area? All your life, I know. Oh, I'm last 70 years living around the are you? towns I am. And you're a character. You really are a character. Well, so they make out. Yeah. But I don't know how true that is now or false. Yeah. But you're, well, if they say you're a character, like you're, you must be a right character. <laughs> and you have a fine, beautiful head of hair. If you seen it, if you seen it fortnight ago, it was down over my ears. I wouldn't need a wig at all. Was it? It was. Yeah, I think we shared the kind of you know we've we've a nice tint tint of grey in our hair. Oh, that's 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 the beauty. Yeah, that's the beauty colour that's coming up on that now again. It is, yeah. So it, it is. just shows how active our minds are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you keep floating along. Yeah, and come here to me. Where's the bicycle today? 
Oh, it's a bicycle at home in the parlour. Locked up. Nobody can bring Excuse it on me. Excuse me, the yeah. parlour, if you don't mind. Yeah. yeah. I'll go in the front door and shove it in all the way and leave it there. All right. Listen, stay with us there, Paddy, if you don't mind, because what I want to do now is I want to go uh, to Ashley Kyo, who joins me. And you've brought loads of card, uh, card with you today, and we're looking at reimagining Hedford. So we are. That's a big project, isn't it? Um, it is. It's been going since about March of 2021 was when we first kind of had the notion. It's a project be- run between Hedford Town Team and the Irish Architecture Foundation to look at kind of solutions for our main street. And when you say reimagining Hedford, what do you want to reimagine of Hedford? The aim was really to come up with a new vision for Main Street. Main Street, there's been a lot of closures of businesses there. Um, There's a number of disused buildings that are kind of fallen into disrepair. And I suppose it's to try and create a vision for the future of Main Street. The idea is that we kind of go from vacancy to vibrancy. Yeah. Have people using the town centre in a different way. It's a good idea, though, but it's, it's also a good idea to focus on it. Yeah, I think it's, it, you know, the main street, one of the key things, we did a survey as part of the Reimagine Hedford project, and one of the key things that came out was um, traffic and, and the need for a traffic plan. And I think that's one of the problems in itself, which is that everything that's been focused around main street recently has been on managing the traffic. Yeah. We haven't had enough solutions that focus on people. So one could get lost and get stuck in traffic and not think of the bigger picture then? Yeah. And that's the problem. Ruth, I'm going to bring you in there as well because, I mean, there's a lot of work has gone in to this, so there is. Oh, yes. And um, for Reimagine Hedford, yes, we, um, in the Hedford Area District Associations, also started a travel survey um, to, to look further into the services to and from Hedford traffic management and access to cycling, um, it was really nice to hear that Patty's been cycling for so many years. Yeah. Um, younger people, less intrepid, are um, nervous about cycling. So we put out a survey that sort of um, reif- reinforces what Ashling was just saying. Um, Can I ask you, how did that survey go for you? And I mean, what what what, what did you take from that? From our survey, yeah. we took that the main finding. I I wasn't going to talk about the cycling and the traffic management plan today, but there is a there was overwhelming um, concern and demand for um, addressing those two things. But also, um, we were responding to like anecdotes of students and workers trying to commute into Hedford, yeah, into Galway, Galway from yeah. Hedford, and that being really unsustainable. There's not enough service, um, number one, frequency of service, and also provision for for the amount of people waiting for the bus. But the amount of people going into Galway, I'm like a broken record this morning, in single cars, single yes. occupancy cars, um, the amount, it was all the way up as far as Regan's in Clonboo there. Exactly. Uh, go, going in this morning. So there has to be a need for public transport. There is a need. Yeah, we, from 497 um, response, respondents, we determined that there is, I think, there is 60% of respondents are traveling in and out of Hedford and by bus. Um, no, by that's car. not by car. No, by car. I'm getting all my... That's I'm, okay. No, by um, car, 60% are going no, in. No, no, actually, that wasn't the right answer, <laughs> the right information either. But there's 60% of respondents would like to use public transport. Yeah. Um, What's the public transport like now? It is not sufficient. Okay. Still, we've received um, information 
from, I'm going to have to refer to this because of my Irish. Um, Actually, while, while, getting, while I'm waiting, yeah, while, while you're waiting. While I'm waiting for this, where can people get further details on Reimagine Hedford and how can they get involved with you on this one? Or when will you have a final outcome of it? Well, we had a final report launch in December. Um, that was kind of a full report on the survey and it gives details of our findings. Um, the key findings were about things like improving the use of buildings, less dereliction, um, more green space, more public seating, traffic and parking, um, trying to attract new businesses onto Main Street. They were kind of the mm. key findings. They're the things that the people of Hedford want and they were all in a report launched last December so we're a subgroup, well Hedford Town Team is a sort of a subgroup of Hedford and District Association okay, so if so anyone yeah. wants to get, get in touch details. Facebook yeah. I'll let you, Did you find that figure? I did, I'm sorry um, Yeah, the current response from the um, NTA Aractus liaison is that planning um, was not, I guess, adequate Mm. To, they weren't expecting this demand and that there aren't enough bus drivers at the moment and then following on from that it, getting those bus drivers is um, dependent upon funding from the department so it doesn't seem like they were ready to respond as quickly to let's say the impact of the housing crisis on students okay. etc so we need okay. to just work on it's that it's, it's a fight to be had, uh, guys. Thanks for joining us today. John Middleton joins me at the very end. Uh, were you a, a Buhul Don at that? Put you right down at the end down there, John, so that it all together. Listen to me. You um, were, we're looking at a number of things, John, there, but and the Meals on Wheels and the Men's Shed has been a great success, hasn't it? Most certainly. Uh, Hedford had the first Men's Shed in all of the west of Ireland and the fourth in Ireland. And when we set it up first way back in 2010, people wondered, what the hell is this, a men's shed? There's one in every village in Ireland now. There is, yeah. And it has gone from strength to strength. Incredible shed. And you've seen the effect that it has? Almost certainly. Around 2008, 2009, the country was going through a very difficult time. And in Solas, we had a lot of men coming in who were made unemployed. Mm. And you could feel... I suppose, their lack of enthusiasm, their lack of self-esteem, their lack of confidence, everything was taken away from them. Mm. And I got worried because at the same time, there were so many suicides around the area. So I heard of this idea of a men's shed. And there was a meeting to be called in December of 2009 in Tipperary. But there was a big freeze-up, so the meeting had to be cancelled until February of 2010. So I went to that meeting and when I heard about the men's shed and how successful they were in the four that were already established, I said, this is something we've got to get going. And how many members are now in the men's shed in Hedford? There's about 26. Good on you. But when we started up first, there were about four or five men, and not one from Hedford. Get away. No. The Hedford men didn't come in until about the second or third year. But now it's dominated by Hedford men. Talk to me about Meals on Wheels because you, they're created across the road from here so they are. And how many meals are you distributing? Between 45 and 50 a day. A day? A day. Wow. And we cover a catchment area of about 150 kilometres. And it all started way back in 2007 when we carried out a needs analysis of older people in our community. And the two things that came up were older people wanted a travelling shop and a Meals on Wheels. We felt we couldn't do much about a travelling shop but Meals on Wheels we decided to research and do a bit of work on. Mm. So we got funding from the Dormant accounts to buy a van. 
and we haven't looked back. And we made contact with Frank in the Angler's Rest Hotel. He provides the food and we deliver. Wow. Wow. And we're very grateful to Gawler Road Development because they provide the drivers from the Rural Social Scheme. And so we have a different driver every day. Mm. It's a great story, John. Thanks for popping into us uh, today. If they want to get further details, though, on the men's shed or the Meals on Wheels, do they just go to the Solace office or give the Solace office a call? Do they give the Solace office a call if they want? Oh, most certainly, yeah. You can call us at 093-36446. And again, the beauty of the Meals on Wheels is that if you can tell us before 10 o'clock in the morning, we can order the meal because we always put the order into the Angler's Rest about 10 o'clock. Okay, give me the number again. 093-36446. Thanks, John, for joining us. Ignatius Egan, um, because Hedford is surrounded by water, uh, but Ignatius Egan uh, sits off to me today. Ignatius, good morning to you. Um, Hedford Angling Club, it's a, a lovely a lovely area to have it. Uh, good morning, Keith, and welcome to Hedford. Yeah, it is a, a, a vibrant angling club, um, we're based out of Greenfield, and, but we also have uh, other facilities around our catchment. Uh, we have a wonderful resource, which is probably not appreciated by too many people in, mm. in Loch Corrib. And, um, you know, it's so surreal to go out there and so reflective and I love enjoyable. Greenfields. I love mm. that whole Greenfields area and walking out and having a bowl of soup or something before. It's just, it's, it's very peaceful out there. Yeah, and that's just one of the, ma- many, of the, one of the many peaceful areas we have around the lake. Uh, you know, lots of them. And um, unfortunately, you know, it brings a bad vibe to the programme, but uh, we're on, we're, we have severe threats. In on our lake and in our lake, uh, especially in relation to water quality, and you know we have we have an indigenous wild brown trout, are protected under the habitats directive and protected yeah. under the uh, water framework directive, but uh, the authorities don't be too interested in. Are you talking about Inland Fisheries Ireland? Uh, well, no, not so much the Inland Fisheries Ireland. They're doing their best given the resources they're given. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about government policy because our trout have to go up Loch, the rivers and streams of Loch Horeb to spawn, to, yeah. to have their young. And if the water quality in that river or stream is not sufficient, those juvenile fish will not survive because they need good quality water. Mm. And we have been disillusioned a little bit by, you know, the downward trend in water quality, so, and so much so that we have bought our own to monitor that maybe that's something we should come back to maybe come into us some morning and talk about it because I mean if if it's I think as as water quality we have to do our best to ensure that the tributaries that are coming into it are bringing the right water into it Ignatius uh, thanks for popping into us uh, today brown trout uh, but thank you indeed to Ashling and uh, to Ruth and to John and to Ignatius uh, joining us a short commercial break uh, from Hedford and we're back just after these Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. A very good morning to you. Welcome back uh, to Hedford uh, today and I'm joined by two wonderful uh, ladies. Uh, Venetia joins me and uh, Kathleen joins me. Kathleen, I'm going to go to you first, so I am. And uh, you're from Texas. You met Angus on a train in Chicago. And you're how many years in uh, Hedford? Uh, we're just kind of uh, coming up on our 30th anniversary of being together. Good on you, good on you. And you're heavily involved in the Lace Project. Yes, absolutely. I've been a member since 2019, but it was established in 2016, coming out of the Nesting Lark Festival. 
And you're wearing a lovely bit of lace there, so you're <laughs> keeping good. Yeah, but isn't it very creative? Well, it's very important historically and culturally, and it's part of heritage, uh, the heritage of, of Hedford. It's about the women's history, yeah. the lace-making industry, going back to the mid-17th century, and we've uncovered so much information. And, you know, we want to revive and reimagine, and, and we do loads of research on the project as well. Mm. And where is it now? I mean, I noticed part of 2020, and you've continued, and we saw that you were working hard for uh, Valentine's weekend and all of that, but where is that whole lace project now? Um, well, where strategy planning is next week, so we'll, you'll have to watch the space for what's coming up, but we do have lace-making classes, bobbin lace-making classes, on the 4th and 5th of March, if anyone's interested. And you can also look at our website, headfordlaceproject.ie. If they want to get further details. If you want to get further details. And anyone's welcome to come in to the classes and have a look, have a meet and greet, and see what we do. And how often, sorry, how often do you meet? Uh... We have four classes a year. Okay. And they don't go over a weekend. So oh, so every quarter, every yeah. every 13 weeks, there's yes. you have a, a, a gathering together. Will you stay with me? Venetian uh, joins me. In, uh, Venetia joins me uh, here. You're a former volunteer of the year. I am actually, yeah. yeah. I spoke to you last year, didn't That's I? That's right, she did, yeah. Good on you. Yeah. And do you love volunteering? I've I volunteered since I, since I came here 50 years ago. So I've been, I started with a women's group. Mm-hmm. and moved on then and was with Solace for a while and then we set up the um, the environment group as a subgroup of, of, of Solace wow. um, in 2010 and we've been going ever since so yeah but it's the vibrancy and both of your microphones are open it's the vibrancy of Hedford between women's group the lace group and the cycling groups and all of the others yeah. there is so much going on in Hedford there is and it's you know it's taken off in the last I would say in the last three or four years it's really taken off um, there was a wonderful event here called the, um, what was it again? the nesting lark, the nesting lark. Yeah. and I, lo- sudden, I love the name of it what and all of a sudden all these groups gelled and came together and we're all talking to each other yeah. and before that it was very much uh, groups did what they could on their own and you know but anyway isn't it kind of funny that out of the nesting lark which is where where life begins you know and hatchery that this has all come together then isn't it oh, is yeah, a kind of an yeah. irony of ironies yeah, in it yeah it is yeah isn't it really yeah. really and truly is sorry yeah so so it's alive and well and there's a, there's a yeah. lot a lot happening. I just say volunteering is hard work I mean our environment group now we, we started off with talks and walks and um, literally no money. Funding from the council has been very good, great, but it's slow and it's and you get to get people to get people interested is another thing and engaged. Yeah. But to keep them engaged is the big yeah. thing. Getting them yeah. interested and Absolutely. then they'll make big promises and then they mightn't carry them out. Yeah. And then it falls back yeah. on the likes of yourselves and a few other yeah. handful of volunteers yeah. then. We have two pro- we have two projects I suppose going on at the moment. We have the orchard the, the community orchard which is down below the old St. John the Baptist that. Church yeah, it's lovely. and that is beautiful and we maintain that and that's going to be a future future food source for, for, the, for the area yeah. and, but it's just beautiful to sit in and there's lots going on the lace makers have a garden mm, in lace there lace makers gardens down so there as well collaboration is that down there as well, then as well yeah. it is yeah, yeah. So, so you've the lace maker's garden and then you've got the orchard. Yeah. The yeah. next thing you're gonna have is a brewery down there making cider well, or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> 
the other thing is the the other thing is the uh, Sandybanks walkway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very important because that's just really taken off this year, and with the help of Andrew Reddington and the council and uh, all, the, all, the, all the workers on the sea schemes, etc., and volunteers, we've just got it's just actually happened because this was always a right of way. Sandybanks was always a right of way, mm. but it was never. It was never, it was never finalised. Yeah. People, I, I remember riding down there in, in the seventies on a horse. Wow. I used to ride from one end to the other. Fahis Mill at one end, Kong Road at the other, and I used to ride that regularly. Wow. But um, anyway, it was, it was, it, let, it was let go. Well, it's, it's up and running now, though. It's up. It's and people are going down there on their cycles and they're walking down there with buggies and it's used to, regularly, isn't it, for Kathleen? Yeah. <sighs> Listen, guys, you could you could talk to me forever, so you could. Kathleen, keep up, keep in contact with us on the Lace Project, will you? Because it's very important, and it's the heritage that's that's here. And uh, um, Venetia, you're welcome anytime. Uh, can, I, can I just mention quickly that, that phase two of um, of this walk, which goes from from the Kong Road up to Ross Early Friary, is in the pipeline. Yes. And, but it's it's just it's all about funding and getting the money for it. But anyway, it's it's oh. on the go. All right, listen, thanks for joining us, uh, both of you uh, today, um, Venetia and indeed Kathleen. Thank uh, Kathleen McMahon, thank you for joining us today. Let's head towards the uh, 10 o'clock news and join the news team. I don't know where the first hour went to. Uh, we're back live from Hedford and love and more just after these. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.